Hey everyone and welcome. Today I am doing something a little bit different and so I haven't done a self podcast in a hot minute. So here you guys are and I've been really excited to do this. I feel like I've been really wanting to push a bunch of interviews because I know I love hearing that but I also feel like I do have a lot of wisdom to share and I should do that more often. So I definitely want to do that. So I also really want to start being you know, even more and more authentic. I think it's hard to understand someone's authenticity and voice when you do a lot of interviews. So I want to definitely talk more and not just be giving you guys steps. And I think I do that a lot. I think I, when I do a self one, I like to give out advice and like steps and not blab on because I know when I listen to podcasts it's nice but it's like a lot of the times I like to just hear this is what you do and I definitely like doing that sometimes but I also want to have conversations and be authentic with you guys and talk about things that I care about because as much as this is for all of you and to help you all I also think it's for me and it's a great place for me to vent and talk about things that I think are important that matter and I hope you guys think that as well. But anyways, to drag it on, lol, um, here we are. I am going to start talking about, you know, things that I think need to change. And so these are all not on the same caliber of, you know, level of each other. Like some things are a lot more serious and some things are just fluffy. But um, they're things that I want to talk about, things that bother me or things that I really think need to change and maybe some ideas I have for that change. But yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy. It's just going to be talking about all of those things, and I hope you can kind of understand my voice better. And, you know, the best thing about this podcast will probably be about the guy outside who's mowing the lawn. So if you hear that, I'm sorry. I My passion can't wait for this podcast to start. You know, I got to just go. So, <laughs> all right, guys, I'm going to start talking about all those things, and hope you guys can relate. So welcome. You're listening to the Deep Talk Podcast, hosted by beauty guru, blog writing college student, Madison Brandt. Here, we are going to talk deep to the people who have struggled, who have really been through it, to those who are confused on their paths, for the spirituals, the entrepreneurs, and for the people who are really doing it. Hey guys, we know you have struggled too, but this isn't only about entrepreneurs. This is your workshop where you come, learn, answer your questions, and spread that knowledge into your life and others. Here's to you on your path. Here's to those who want to build an amazing life. And here's some advice, some people to relate to, and a whole lot of stories. All right, so things that need to change. I'm going to start off with one that you've definitely heard on this podcast if you are an avid listener of the Deep Talk. Um, It's one that people stay in their jobs too long. And I think that our age, what, millennials change their job every two, three years? I didn't look up statistics before, but I'm guessing. I know that our age switches a lot and is always maneuvering. And I think it's because our generation has a deep need to be fulfilled these days. And I think that's because social media and everything is changing and taking away from real fulfillment. So that's great. Um, But I think people just stay in their jobs too long because they're afraid of discomfort. And I think if you love your job, stay in it. But I think that people do change because they're always shifting back and forth to get to where they want to be into a place that fulfills them and feels right. But, and that's okay too. But 
yeah, I don't care if you're staying in your job because you love it. I don't care if it's because, you know, maybe you're staying in jobs and you're gaining experience and maybe it's the beginning of your career. But if you are stuck and you are, you know, middle-aged or even if you're, like, let's say you're in your 20s and you've been in your job for five years and you're not loving it, but it gives you, you know a financial security, like it gives you that set pay that you know what you're getting, you know exactly how to do your job. And I think it's hard to break out of comfort. And I think us humans love comfort. We love to know what to do, how to do it. And we like to have just, you know, like a regular schedule. And I think that's what a job that we stayed in gives us. It gives us security on money, gives us security on you know, people who are going to be there, we know what we're walking into. We know how to do it. We don't have to second guess ourselves. And I think that's the scary thing. I think that people don't want to second guess themselves. And I remember when I played tennis in high school, I would make sure my mental game would be bad because I wanted to go into it and be like, well, if I lose, it's not based on who I am. It's based on my mental game. And so I wouldn't let myself shine because I was so set on the way that other people perceived me and set on, you know, I didn't want to let myself go in and be my full self and do the best I could because I was afraid that if I didn't have my mental game that was negative, I would go in and be positive and still lose. I mean, it's kind of a weird analogy, but I think it's similar. Like, let's say your your profession is your tennis game and you go in, maybe not with a bad mental game, but with a, you're going to stay there. It's because you're too afraid that if you let it go, you go in with that positive mindset as I did for tennis, but you went in with a new job or you quit and did the freelancing you've always wanted to do and it doesn't work. And it doesn't work because even if you went and put everything into it, even if you quit your job and did it, you're afraid that if you give everything up and you go into it, it's still not going to work. So I guess my analogy is to kind of show that for me in tennis, if I went and did everything I could, everything that I had, and I still lost, and I gave up having the excuse that... I would be a failure. And I think people are afraid that if they go into what they really want to do, whether it's their own business or it's something they should actually do with their lives that is maybe in the corporate world or whatever it is, even if it's like nutrition or fitness, that they're scared if they go and do that and they give up what else they have without making it a side hustle, with making it their real thing, their full life thing, that if they give themselves the permission to do what they want to do, to love themselves enough to be what they want to be and they fail, then they're a failure. But the thing that people don't realize that life is patience. With this podcast, guys, you know, I'm doing okay, but I'm definitely not where I want to be yet, but I'm still doing it and I'm putting my whole heart into it. And I think people need to realize that life is not secure. You could get fired from your job at any time. You could. And so create a security that feels passionate to you. And even if you don't make it within the first two years, you have to keep shifting and changing things because you'll never get the same results if you stay the same and just shifting and keep going because it's patience and things take time to evolve and anything that is meant to be that aligns with your heart will come into place. And so, sorry about that rant, but people stay in positions in their life too long and you cannot live in regret. You can't look back and be like, I mean, you can. But do you want to look back and be like, 
God, I should have done it. I'm like in my hospital bed and I lived a shitty life. No, I, you don't want to live that way. You know, like find a way to put your passions into order because regret, it should be driving you. You should look into your future as of now and be like, what would I want for myself right now? And do that. So that's something that's definitely been bothering me and I just wanted to speak out about it because it's important. So the next thing I am going to touch on is smoking. Okay, so weed, juuling, um, okay, I'm so over it. I'm over it and I don't care if that makes me uncool or that makes me not fit in, but I'm over it and I think it's kind of, um, lame to be honest. I... I understand if you are in college and you smoke occasionally, you know, I'm still not a big fan of it, but I get it. I know that people drink and some people don't like to drink and some people smoke instead and that's fine. But when people become such a smoker that they do that every single day with their life, like all I see are high school and middle school kids who start smoking and then their friends start smoking. And then if friends don't want to be in their group, they'll leave because if they don't smoke, they're not in the group. And then a lot of people who don't really want to that badly or are fine without it start doing it to stay with their friends. And so when did we start changing who we were and conform so completely to do something that doesn't align with us and our hearts to be a part of a group? It's ridiculous to me. I mean, I understand it, but like, you live with you. You are you every day. And if you're going to change who you are so other people can accept you, like, how lonely does that form inside your own body to not know yourself and not to choose things that align with your own heart because you're so busy aligning with what other people are and to, in order to fit in? God, what does that even mean? I have this friend whose um, brother, I'm not going to say names, but I think he is so cool because everyone in his grade smokes. Everyone. And so all the groups, all the boys, the boys as they call themselves, smoke. And he decided that he wasn't going to do it. And you know, he doesn't have a lot of friends and he doesn't hang out with a lot of people because the only options he has is to be in a group and smoke. And so he decided to leave the path of doing that and do his own thing. And God, is it scary. And God, do I give him props because how lonely would that be to lose the idea of having companionship and friendship to do what feels right to you? And that is such a hard decision. But when you look into your future in college and your jobs and the friends you're going to make in your future, ruining yourself for a couple young years where it's cool and not aligning with yourself now is going to take a lot more work to get out of it when you're older. And so anyone who's in that position, look back and say, what do I want? And why am I not able to honor it? Why do I feel like I have to do what other people need because I want to fit in because I don't want to be lonely? Maybe find some ways you don't have to be lonely, you know? And I guarantee if you're one who speaks up in your group and say, I don't want to smoke, why do we do this? I feel like half the other people will maybe agree. Start having real conversations in your group about how you feel and who you are and maybe you'll start being able to shape your group. And if you don't feel safe in your group in the sense of being yourself and you feel like you have to do things that aren't you, maybe leave. Maybe accept that you'll find friends in college or you'll find friends at college, in your college or after in your life that are more similar to you, you know? 
If you're in high school, I know it's difficult, but something you can maybe be able to do is just be like, I'm going to wait till college, or I'm going to keep searching people out, or I'm going to join a group at church or somewhere else where I can find friends that are more aligned to me. And so in college, join groups of people who are, you know, groups that you think, well, you'll find people that aren't, you know, really big into those things. So maybe, I don't know, Bible club or a running club or something athletic or, you know, keep searching those people out in your classes, hang out with their friends. And after, when you're older, I don't think this is much of a problem, but go to gyms, go to a church, go to a place where there are people very similar to you, right? So that is that. I also hate jeweling. I think it's stupid. I think every single person is a nicotine addict in our age, and I think it's terrible because just because it's not a cigarette, it feels like it's not a bad thing. And that sucks. And everyone's going to become a smoker and short of breath and is really ruining their bodies. So maybe let's stop smoking and start feeding our bodies because your body does a lot for you and you're fulfilling it with um, terrible poisons. How do you expect your body to run for you if you're filling it with crap? Sorry, just an opinion, but... God, I'm so sick of everyone becoming nicotine addicts at like 16. It's crazy. And it's just to have, it's like a phone. It's like, oh, I lost my jewel. I lost my sore. And oh God, I, I don't have it in my hand. I feel lost. Like, it's just like something to have in your hand. It's like a social crutch. Like, that's shit. Like, that sucks. Like, we should not have to have an accessory in our hands to make us feel acceptable. You are that accessory. Like, goodness, be you. Okay, this is another controversial topic that I, I want to talk about, and this is not like, oh, I'm over it, or this needs to change, but like, it's something that is so prevalent in our society, and it, it needs to change. It needs to improve, and that is suicide, and I know this is a tough topic for people, and I know that when someone feels like, they have nothing. People come from a terrible environment. If someone's so depressed that they feel empty and numb inside, I've been there. I know what it feels like to be depressed. And maybe some people have had way more terrible living situations or way more terrible, you know, depression than I did. But, like, I want to reform the society into knowing that or deciding that suicide is not an option. I don't want it to be an option. It shouldn't be an option. And... I want people to find a way to get out of the depression, out of, of the crap of our society. And I think it's so easy to fall into all the outside things making us feel alone. And I think the way that we can start getting out of this is just starting putting happiness around us and putting, as Gary Vaynerchuk on Instagram would say, putting positive stuff in our ears. And I think that's important is whenever you feel depressed is to know that depression feeds on inactivity. You know, it feeds on those feelings remaining. So start getting out and being active. Go sit by the water. Go be naturistic. Like, go on hikes. Spend your time around quality people. Like, your outsides need to be in tip-top shape, you know, to keep improving. Like, if you have a terrible environment and that's why you're depressed, put in headphones. Listen to TED Talks. Listen to happy things. Listen to good music. Make sure your friends are people that support you. Find a way to not be at home as much if you have a terrible home environment. You know, I can't speak for everyone, but if you're not feeling good, find ways to get active and be in nature and to find, understand what around you is actually so beautiful and here for you and to put yourself in an environment that can 
support you. Because if you're in a bad environment, how are you supposed to grow? How are you supposed to get out of it? So I know it's such a hard topic to talk about, but it's one that is really important to me because I have seen it happen. I went to a school where, goodness, there were so many suicides and deaths and it broke my heart because there's so much more to live. And I've known that because anyone who I've ever talked to who's had a suicide attempt, who has gone through it and, you know, came out on the other side was like, I'm so happy I didn't make a life-changing decision based on temporary emotions. And those are from some of the people who have really had it hard. And I think that we have to remember that life, everything is temporary. Everything. High school, college. You know, your kids are eventually one day going to go to college. One day you're going to die. And that's one thing we all share as humans. We all share death as a common thing. And so, you know, like temporary feelings. Everything is temporary. And I think that when you have depression slash anxiety, it's easy to extrapolate your current emotions to life. And that's what I did. When I went through my depression, I was like, I'm going to feel like this for my entire life. I'm going to always be depressed. I'm never going to be happy. And I think it's easy to do that because when you feel a certain way, how do you expect to ever go away? So I would say when you're feeling depressed, look very into your past and realize, oh, I've actually been happy before. I've had moments of goodness. So this is not permanent. And it's hard to live through it. And no one wants to feel like crap. No one wants to feel unhappy. And everyone wants to, to go away. But you know what? Life is hard. Everything in life is so hard that it's just going to be something that you look back at and say, I got through it. I'm stronger. And I have something I can relate to people on. Get help. Go do everything you can to make your environment one that fulfills you, one that can lift you up. And stick it through because you will come out of it. And you have to know that. You do. You will. Okay? I hear you. So that is just a topic I definitely wanted to touch on. Um, And uh, something kind of in that genre that I want to talk to is about talking about feelings and getting self-help. And this is something that's very important to me and that needs to change. So I know a lot of men especially, and I don't want to stereotype, but I think that Men feel like they have to be stronger or can't go get help. And I've known guys who don't want to go to therapy because it makes them look weak or it's weird. Like, they're like, oh, that's weird. The way that guys act in their groups is just such a weird thing to me. It's weird that guys go hang out with their friends and don't talk about real things and are just hanging out in group, can't hang out one-on-one. Like, what is this? Like, I don't know. Like, I know very few guys who have very close friends and talk about everything with. All I know are guy groups that smoke and that don't know how to hang out out alone and talk about their feelings. And I want to encourage boys to have real talks and go to therapy. I mean, honestly, I know boys who go to therapy and get help just talking about their stress. Like, I think if you are like, I need help, I'm going to therapy, and you talk about it, as hard as it is, you're opening up a world for other people. So your friend that always was nervous about therapy might go too. And so if how cool would it be if you had a friend who said, oh yeah, I go to therapy, I get help. You might be like, oh, that's kind of interesting. But you wouldn't judge them for it. You'd be like, oh, I'm happy they're doing something that helps them. So we need more men accepting that we can talk about our feelings and to get help. And I mean, girls as well, it's okay to talk about your feelings and to find friends that care and support you and to get help. It's not weird. I've known people who are like, oh, I don't have anxiety. I don't have a disease. That's not what therapy is. It doesn't mean you're a messed up human being. 
It means you're someone who's going to go out of your way to help yourself be the best you can be and have someone who has skills and no judgment to help you become that person. And how wonderful is that? So that's also something that bothers me. Um, one of the last things that has been bothering me and something that needs change is flaky people, flaky friends. Oh my goodness, I am so over it. I feel like everyone is flaky. And so I know that me, myself, and I, I have to reschedule things sometimes. And I have to be like, oh, nope, I can't hang out. I need a self day. Or I want to do this instead. Or this person's going out of town, so I need to see them before I see you. And I'm totally into honoring you no. But friends that, A, don't respond to your texts, friends, B, who don't make any time to fit you into their schedule, or who won't work things around to see you because they care, I'm over it. And I'm over people not, you know, being the friend to people that they'd want back to themselves. So I, all I want in my life is to have friends that are here, that care, friends that I can have fun with and who are genuine, and friends that... I can count on. And I mean, I know you can find different things on every friend. Like, not every friend has every part in what you need. But I just want friends that I can count on showing up. Friends that make me feel like a priority. And I know my my love language is quality time. And so I want to spend good time with people. And if people don't text me and are like, oh, I cannot talk to you for two months, we're still friends. It's weird to me. And so I've been trying to honor my boundaries more and tell people like, hey, I care about you. Put me in your life. And if like they don't, it doesn't mean we're not friends. It's just how I have to accept that they're not, they're flaky or maybe they're just not someone I can truly count on. And that's fine because I don't need every single friend to be someone I can 100% count on, you know, like, but like I have come to a point where I'm like, I want good friends. I want friends I can count on, people who pick me. People who want to spend time with me put me in their lives. And so that is something I care about. And that's what I want in my life. And so this is just maybe like a self-acclamation of saying, going forward, the people in my life are going to be genuine people who care and are going to stay in my life and who are going to care enough to prioritize me, you know? And I don't expect the best, but I expect them to make me a point part of their life that is important. So anyone else who is going through things where they feel like the people in their lives are not, you know, like making them the big enough priority. You have to set boundaries and you have to honor your needs and find those people because it's important to have people around you that you can count on, you know, quality over quantity, right? So yes. And then one of the last things I wanted to touch on is loving yourself and giving yourself your own self time. And I think a lot of people are go, go, go. And I know that I'm an introvert and I need self time, but I find myself going too much and not settling down because I'm so worried about the outside stuff and making sure that's good before I'm good so that hopefully I will be good because of the outside stuff. God, I know it's kind of a weird thought, but I've been trying more to do more loving self like affirmations like being like I love myself and I'm like sometimes I'm like I wish I had a friend like me and I'm like I am my own friend I'm gonna go do things with myself and be myself to myself because I want to be my own best friend and so I've been trying to spend more time doing things for me relaxing spending time reading doing things that I care about and doing things that make me feel loved so that I can go out and find friends that can love me the way that I love myself so 
Guys, motto today is to do not be afraid to go out and love yourself because it's super important. So, yeah, those are some things today, guys, that I want to talk about because there are so many things I think need to change and mindsets that need to change. And all I want is for you guys to take away from this is to freaking love yourself. To love yourself enough to choose things in your life, your environment, your friends, the way you treat yourself that affirm that you are wonderful and you are worthy. So, yeah. And I know this might be a little controversial and I know some people might not agree with everything I said and that's okay and those are my opinions. But all I think are things that need to change is that things need to go in order for real connection to come in and I think our society is lacking that real connection and love towards ourselves and others. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed, and I'm sorry if I touched on them things that are hard for you to listen to, but I also hope that maybe I touched on some things that you needed to hear, or maybe that you agree on. So, thank you guys so much for listening and listening to some of my authenticity. I feel very, you know, happy and, you know, fulfilled to be able to speak about these things and to have a self-interview where I can be very honest. So, thank you guys so much for listening, and... I'll see you next time for an interview. So if you didn't love this type of episode, you have more interviews coming. So enjoy and I will see you guys next time on The Deep Talk.